0: Hey, it's Garbage Brain University, I'm Drew Toothpaste, I'm oh,
1: Natalie
0: and today we're talking about...
1: Heads. Everyone's got one.
0: <laughs> Are you into heads?
1: I think that yeah, probably.
0: So you're a heads head?
1: I'm a heads head. <laughs> Everyone's a heads head if you think about it though.
0: So Natalie. <laughs> What's a head?
1: Oh yeah, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> head is the part of an organism, which usually includes the ears, brain, forehead, cheeks, chin, eyes, nose, and mouth, each of which aid in various sensory functions such as sight, hearing, smell, and taste.
0: I am surprised that the list ears, eyes, nose, yes, important. Mouth. Of course. Cheeks. <laughs>
1: If you didn't have cheeks, you wouldn't have a thing to put your food in. It would just, like, fall off the sides. (laughs) I think your cheeks are pretty important.
0: Topologically, the cheeks are insignificant. I think the mouth implies a a closure. I think a mouth implies a portal of limited size. say nothing of the forehead, the fact that the forehead was mentioned in the same breath as the eyes, you're...
1: But he didn't have a forehead, then what?
0: The five senses, sight, taste, smell, hearing, and forehead.
1: Isn't that where your third eye is, though? That's... I think that's probably important.
0: <laughs> I thought your third eye was in your pineal gland.
1: Isn't that where... Th- is it where's your pineal gland?
0: It's inside, baby. Yeah,
1: but isn't it like around in there? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's around c- in your forehead area. It's isn't closer
0: it? to your forehead than. <laughs>
1: Where is your where's your pineal gland? We need to find it, anyways. If we're gonna find the chakras and stuff.
0: It's like as deep as you could go. It's all the way in the very center of your brain.
1: But if you drew a line horizontally going out, don't 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 the forehead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there should be a game and i think it might make a lot of money
1: oh shit how much
0: i think it might make two dollars but i think you could get a half a million people (laughs) to sign up for it that's right oh
1: you know what i like to call one of those what's that that's a million-dollar
0: idea. Garbage Brain University. M- million-dollar idea. Here it is. Oh! guesser It's like <laughs> GeoGuesser, but they start you out at an unknown part in the body, and you have to look around and figure out where you are. Oh,
1: that would be dope. I would pay $2 for it.
0: Okay, I'm seeing a lot of fibrous tissue. Okay, I'm going to move. Okay, this one's blurry. Hold on.
1: Uh, This one looks like it has some green wet in it.
0: For some reason, they blurred out all the labeling on these cells. Okay.
1: (laughs) It is like I'm suddenly in, obviously, some kind of pouch, and there's, like, green wet. (laughs) So maybe I'm in some, like, gland.
0: I'm pretty sure I'm inside the booger system.
1: I think I'm in a gland. I think I might be in the gallbladder.
0: Oh, that stuff's (laughs) green. Right, so $2... I would be,
1: I would be good at Bioguessr, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, $2? Yeah, $2. Oh, there's poop in here. <laughs> oh, brother. If there's poop you see, then in the digestive tract you be.
1: It would be really sucky if you ended up in, like, an area that was just all fat.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> because... Cause... you'd
1: have to guess a direction and then take it all the way out and hope you hope you ended up in a area... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're yeah. not sure
1: what direction that's gonna be.
0: It's just like geoguesser. You just have to get out to the skin and try to find a nipple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's where your third eye is. So I guess when you're, <laughs> I guess when you're like trying to activate your third eye, psychic powers or whatever you do with it,
0: or maybe know. you're just listening to Tool. <laughs>
1: Uh, some animals don't have heads, but most animals that are bilaterally symmetrical
0: have heads. Okay, so we're talking left and right, straight line down the middle. Mm-hmm. Pretty common for animals. Bears have that.
1: Mm-hmm. Most animals. I mean, like, not most animals, because most animals are, like little bullshit animals that you can't see and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. If you're talking by sheer population, a minority of animals have bilateral symmetry. That's true. Think about it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's what I just said. (laughs) Uh, So, heads developed, like, as an evolutionary thing that was known as cephalization.
0: So when were heads invented? Cephalization.
1: Embedded? Let me say it again. Evolutionary trend known as known. <laughs> <laughs> uh, evolutionary trend known as cephalization. When do you think the first thing had a head?
0: When did this whole situation <laughs> come to a head? Dinosaurs had heads. Yeah, they did. They had big T-Rex skulls yeah. and stuff. <sighs> That's what scientists think they sounded like. (laughs) That's really...
1: Scary.
0: It's super... Uh. It's super scary. (laughs) We're going to edit that out. No,
1: we're not. I liked it.
0: (laughs) I think heads probably came around 400 million years ago.
1: 555 million years ago.
0: That's really specific. I respect it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um so uh, cephalization was like when all the animals started like having their nervous tissues start to migrate toward that toward one end of their body
0: okay
1: and so their nervous tissues and their sensory structures and all of that kind of shit started focusing on one end.
0: It all got concentrated at one end. So so worms have a head. We talked about worms in a mm-hmm. previous episode. Yeah. yeah. So worms have a head. They have that little ring of thinker cells. They have Just, a
1: ring of thinker cells like around their mouth hole.
0: God bless.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for the first animal to get a head, we would not we would not have heads.
0: I mean, I generally agree with the sentiment, but I also think it's like kind of the thing that if the guy who invented the typewriter didn't invent it, someone else would have invented it. Right. Like a few years later, somebody would be like, we really need to push buttons to make typewriter letters. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: You know who has heads, though? Human beings.
0: Oh, we do. (laughs) Good for us.
1: Uh, Human heads are... The ones we we think about when we think about head generally, right? Yeah. So the human head is your skull, your hyoid bone, and your cervical vertebrae.
0: Yeah, hyoid bone. That's what Jeffrey Epstein accidentally fractured by himself. Whoops!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your skull is your jawbone, your cranium, and your facial skeleton muscle bones in your face. But you know what is not your skeleton? Your teeth.
0: Right. Right. Some people say some people try to say that people will say, Well, your teeth are your only bones that you can see, but that's not true. Your teeth are not bones. Right. Your
1: teeth your are not Your teeth are
0: not part of your of your skull either. Right. They're right. not. So you can buy a gumball machine, it might have gumballs in it, but it's not part of the machine. <laughs>
1: So one thing, so think about your head, right? What would be the worst thing to happen to it?
0: Popping off, like when you, not like shooting because that rocks, and not like saying stuff that's real wicked because that sounds fun, but when you get the dandelion, you do your thumb, and you get your thumb right under the dandelion's head, and you pop the dandelion's head off.
1: Right, that was the correct answer. That's the worst thing to happen to your head is your head gets removed. When you get your head removed, that's called a decapitation. And that is when it is a total separation of your head from your body. If you do it to an animal, it is always going to kill it. Yeah. With, it, like, some exceptions of, like, animals that are, like, lower on the totem pole, like, evolutionarily speaking.
0: Animals that can just reform the rest of their body because there's not that much going on, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, like... Cockroaches and stuff, like so, like some like animals like that. But speaking like in terms of like mammals and like human beings.
0: So you can cut a cockroach up and it just keeps going?
1: It you can cut his head off, then they'll sometimes keep going.
0: The head or the body or both?
1: The body will keep going. Until it starves to death because it doesn't have a mouth.
0: Oh, rip.
1: So it will die because it doesn't have a head. It's okay. it yeah. not necessarily immediate.
0: Just a slow excruciating death. The best kind. Could the
1: cockroach be sensing it the excruciating death of its body if it did not have a head? Was the cockroach's soul contained in its head and was it freed when it was decapitated and the body is just like on autopilot and no one is suffering? Think about it.
0: We're talking souls
1: now. (laughs) We're talking existential shit about cockroaches.
0: Listen, (laughs) how does this affect the vibe of the roach?
1: I think that the the cockroach is just like an abomination if it's walking around with no head.
0: <laughs> you think the headless cockroach is soulless?
1: Yeah. If you cut my head off and <laughs> my body continued on without my head and my head was just like a dead head, I would oh, like to think that I was in the head and not like...
0: I think you're in the head. I think the head contains the person. Yeah. I think if the rest of your body just... I think if you got decapitated and I just want to say I hope that doesn't happen...
1: I hope so, too.
0: It's not something I think about, but I would say, you know, if you did get decapitated and your body was just walking around the house, like Mm. picking up pots and pans and stuff.
1: (laughs) Banging stuff around.
0: (laughs) Like banging in the wall because you couldn't see where you're going. Right, right. (laughs) I would say that's an abomination. I would say the soul is gone. Right. Who knows? Maybe the rest of your body would be just as kind and caring as your soul. And so your soulless body could walk around doing good deeds. There's no telling. (laughs) What then? We'll never know. We're not aristocrats. We won't get decapitated in the coming revolution.
1: <laughs> if you're talking about, like, revolutionary behead- like decapitations, those are called beheadings. When it is, like, the act of deliberately decapitating somebody.
0: Beheading. Uh-huh. I would call it deheading
1: behead that sounds like you're putting an extra head on it
0: yeah it sounds like you're grant it sounds like you're granting a head i
1: was beheaded an extra head (laughs) look at it (laughs) i got one that didn't look anything like me (laughs) that's the weirder option if you're gonna have an extra head if it looked like someone totally different that's like like and it was still coming out the same
0: well, when I was, and I want to say I'm I'm forty years old. I have a lot of more empathy now, but I want to say always a hot topic when I was when I was younger is the girl who had two heads. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't a girl with two heads. It was two. Um, they were conjoined twins. They were conjoined twins in one hell body, or maybe it's a great body, and they each control a half of the body. It is. A spectacle. It was never not going to be a spectacle. But it was common knowledge when I was young that there was an ugly one. That's all. (laughs) There was one. And this is 100%. I'm just sharing. I'm not saying this is okay. But this is just when you had boys, and boys were talking about this, and they didn't have very much empathy because of society and their brains... It was common knowledge. It was not even up for discussion that there was one that was ugly. (laughs) So I think if you got beheaded in the sense that you got an extra head, (laughs) yeah, put a real,
1: put an extra beautiful one on.
0: No, Mm -mm. because I want to be the good looking one. (laughs) Not here's what I'm saying to me, if you're nice, it comes through, it comes through. You look and it's just the brain. If you're a nice person, if you're uh, an empathetic and kind and good individual, you never look as ugly as like the scowling faces as uh, of the people from the White House on the TV as they say, we had no choice but to throw the children in the dumpster. Right. <laughs> You will never, there's nobody who has any face in the world that's as ugly as somebody doing something evil. And that's just my own personal hang-up. I'm sure there are people who are like, I want to fuck the evil dude. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But all I'm saying is you get, if you are beheaded in the sense of... Uh, acquiring a second (laughs) head,
1: Uh
0: I say get one that looks worse. The worst anybody could say about you is, oh, she was attached to that ugly head. (laughs) So. What
1: if I, what if I can pick where I got beheaded?
0: I think having it upright near your head, I think that would be the move. But where. I
1: don't know. Maybe somewhere else. Like under my shirt.
0: Under your shirt,
1: like out of my chest. So on
0: your, t- on, <laughs> your on your my torso, torso somewhere, yeah. Like- just in between your face and your computer. That's where you would pick. Yeah, I want it. it out of the way of the computer. I have to use that sucker.
1: Yeah, because I mean, if I was trying to drive, it would get in the way. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get it? It, it you...
1: would make it awkward when you were like trying to watch TV and like the head was you'd have to sit on the same side all the time. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have to talk through the extra head.
0: <laughs> no, wait, are you controlling the extra head? I hope so. Based on our discussion of souls, I thought that the extra head would be a different person. Oh. So, I mean, I was imagining just a hell existence for you, and I was like, well, if you are going to be in hell all the time, you should be the pretty one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking more in terms of, like, to be beheaded means to, like, win the great accolade of acquiring an extra head. And so it okay. would be it would be like a sci-fi process.
0: So your whole thing, so your whole setup would be. It would be sci-fi. Biologically, you would have a <laughs> Y-shaped setup, so you would have two inputs, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: The other he- you would be, but you would control the other head, and that would go down the same pipe and everything. Mm-hmm. So you could double your bandwidth. Right. <laughs> you could you could take a bong hit with one, and you could just talk with the other right but it would but both of them would be you but sometimes i'd have to talk to ugly natalie
1: <laughs> my second head i would just put like a, like a like one of those masks on that gives you oxygen oxygen mask <laughs> <or Benjamin laughs> 5, <it's called. laughs> only have it attached to like a constant supply of weed constantly. And so that the second head would just be to keep my levels totally hundred percent all the time. But I can still talk and I can still like eat food, but the but the other head is
0: constantly It's just a way of getting it into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. I think you don't Portal. yeah. I think you don't want a full head though. I think
1: I just want extra mouth.
0: Prehensile mouth and then that mouth just goes it just tees in. It's like when you get a another sink. You just put a T, a T junction on your pipes.
1: I would want it like right here, like where my, my, under my jaw and my neck, like that point, I would want my extra mouth there because when I had my head up, it would hide my extra mouth and no one would know about it.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. I mean, this whole time we were thinking, wow, you've got to have this other ugly head (laughs) installed and just, all you need is just a, just a butt. Yeah. (laughs) Just a neck butt. And you can just boof the <laughs> whatever you're doing right into the yeah. right into the neck.
1: I'd be able to talk out of it too and be, be funny.
0: What would you say out of your neck?
1: <laughs> whatever I wanted. Because <laughs> 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 I would look like I wasn't saying anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like I didn't say that. You're looking at me. <laughs> I say anything. <laughs> so, you can get accidentally decapitated.
0: I've heard, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: because of explosions. Uh, you can have a car or industrial accident. Uh, you could fuck up hanging somebody. You or, could
0: you could go down the slide at a water park.
1: There's all kinds of different ways to act. I mean, that's not a complete list of ways you could accidentally get your head ripped off.
0: There's like an infinite number of ways how do you put a man on the moon? There's got to be a few solutions to that, right? But there's infinite wrong answers to how to put a man on the moon. Like, step one, dig a hole. That's not going to work.
1: Right, right. Jump. That's not going to work. So,
0: <laughs> wrong answers are always, they're more interesting. They're more diverse, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How can you fuck up having your head attached? Many ways. Many ways. You know what my favorite fuck-up I saw is everybody, and this was a few years ago, everybody said, Ice Bucket Challenge, right? You remember that? Uh Uh-huh. And they all were like, Oh, 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 no, I'm wet. Right. (laughs) And they did that. Well, my favorite was some guy had a digger, and it has a big bucket with, like, metal fingers on it, and it was probably about six or seven feet wide, And he filled it with water, and then they dropped the bucket, and what they meant to do was turn the bucket Mm -hmm. so that the water spilled out, but the operator of the machine kind of dropped the bucket so it clocked the guy on the top of the head, and it visibly compressed his spine like two inches Yeah. And then it dumped all the water on him. (laughs) Just insult added to injury. Yeah. That's basically the best viral video is when somebody gets badly injured and then they look stupid.
1: (laughs) Uh, Internet videos. I I can't watch internet videos of people getting hurt. I can watch fucked up shit, but I can't watch people getting injured. Like the process of people getting injured is like what I don't like.
0: No, I'm not super I'm not super into it, but it definitely cuz I don't seek that out and it definitely like sort of seared itself onto my onto my cortex. The idea that somebody was just visibly damaged.
1: There's like a lot of those fail video compilations. I can't watch them. I'm like, that guy just... Mm.
0: The fail videos are a very thin line because if people are skateboarding, I don't care. You're skateboarding. You're going to fall down, right? Right. And then if people are going about their business and somebody does something on purpose to make them fail... <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Then I just get mad. Yeah. It's a very thin line, I think.
1: Yeah. I'm just not a, I'm not a, let's watch this person break their legs.
0: No, I don't like it when their bones go backwards and stuff. Mm Mm-mm.
1: Uh, you could also decapitate something because you were gonna cryogenically freeze her head. Oh, yeah. Like, cause we were talking about all the ways you can get decapitated, right? That's like the on purpose way.
0: Isn't that supposedly what Walt Disney had done? Allegedly. And allegedly, the movie Frozen came out, so when you Google Walt Disney Frozen, you can't learn about his cryogenically frozen head.
1: Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> I don't understand, like, wanting to do that. What do you think is going to happen? Like, in the absolute best case scenario, in the extremely likely event that people figure out how to defrost people and bring them back. Like, I can't... First off, I can't imagine any future civilization having that be a priority. Like... Let's invest a bunch of, like, medical technology and everything um, in trying to bring back these corpses from 300 years ago.
0: Yeah, we've got some extremely rich people from the 1900s, which are, like, well-known in world history for being great people, like multi-billionaires from the 1900s we got to get these guys back they were great for their society
1: (laughs) right right we're gonna bring these fuckers back definitely gonna invest a bunch of brain power in this a bunch of fucking medical resources in this okay so now you come back in 300 years you don't have any friends you don't have any relatives you don't recognize anything that's happening. You probably cannot communicate with people as well as well as you did because there's probably language differences. Like if we went back to the 1700s and talked to somebody, they would not talk like we do. There would be a lot of miscommunications. All I'm saying is it seems like a lot of not thinking things through with a cryogenically freezing your head thing.
0: It's just a Hail Mary. It's like, let's do this and then maybe I won't die. Rather than saying death is inevitable, I get the temptation to say, hey, I have a lot of power. Let's try to use my power.
1: Who's going to support you in the future? Like, any money you have is either worthless or it has it's worth like $35 now.
0: <laughs> it would be really funny to show up in the year 2300 <laughs> with... Uh, with a million dollars in cash, and you're like, ready to start my new life, but first I'm hungry. You walk into T-Bell, and you're <laughs> like, well, this is a different name, and the taco was one million dollars. <laughs> and that's it, brother.
1: Right. You don't have any friends. No one's going to help you.
0: <laughs> you better be good at making new friends in the future. And
1: what are you going to do to support yourself in the future? You don't have any ability to even know what your job would be
0: owning an animation company where people lick lead paint and then draw it onto cellulose film that's explosive is like (laughs) like telling people to do that being the boss of those people and being like make Mickey Mouse faster bitch (laughs) It's not uh what do they say it's not an essential skill. It's, you're not an essential worker.
1: Right. And and anything you would have to offer is antiquated by 300 years. Oh, you're you could send telegrams, good.
0: <laughs> you're really good. You're really <laughs> good at writing telegrams.
1: <laughs> oh, you could pair phonographs, you say.
0: <laughs> oh, here in the year 2300, We need people to download BitTorrent and post on forums.
1: (laughs) We need someone who's great at Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So if you are decapitated, you will die pretty quickly. Probably within 10 seconds.
0: That's a long 10 seconds, though.
1: But you would finally know if you were in the head or if you were in in the lower part of your body, though. If you were like, oh, shit, I can't see anything. Where's my head?
0: Wouldn't that be a fucking trip? Oh. (laughs) You were downstairs the whole time. (laughs) That would be something. (laughs) Wouldn't it (laughs) though? Wait a second. Body is the head. (laughs) Body's been running it this
1: whole fucking time. We just thought we were up there because eyeballs is up there. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: Let me backtrack. You would be totally unconscious within ten seconds. You wouldn't necessarily be dead. Uh you would not have cell death and irreversible brain damage until three to six minutes after you have your head cut off. Really? Your brain isn't, that's how long it takes for your brain to die, running out of all the stuff it needs. And so that is when you are definitely dead, but it's unlikely they're going to get you to wake up.
0: Yeah, nobody's going to resuscitate you if they kill you on purpose. (laughs) That's part of the deal. Or if you just
1: like pop it off accidentally. Like, if you called 911 and you're like, this guy's head popped off, they wouldn't be like, okay, this is how you CPR. So how long do you think that people have been cutting people's heads off on purpose?
0: On purpose? Mm-hmm. Probably for as long as they could get a sword to go through that sucker.
1: Well, for, like, as part of capital punishment.
0: The government has decided you must die. Uh-huh. Obviously, it went back past zero, because they were hanging Jesus up on that big T-pose.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Probably uh, 2000 B.C.
1: The first evidence they have of it is 3000 BC. Close. They had like some Egyptian like tablet things that had pictures of them doing the de- decapitation. Capital punishment, capital crime, capital offense. All of them referring to them as capital refers to Latin caput which means head. And so the, the base, Yeah, so ba- the base word for it is is based on the act of decapitating somebody.
0: I don't think the government should have power to kill anybody, but that's neither here nor there.
1: I think a lot of things about the government, but that's neither here nor there.
0: Nah. Ha,
1: ha, ha. <laughs> they decapitate people in ancient Rome and Greece and all over the place, and they used to do it with swords. And so they would use these big ass swords that were real heavy, and you would have to use two hands to swing them. Like they were like, like those fuckers. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and like D and D type shit.
1: Yeah, because uh, they wanted it to go through in one swipe.
0: Yeah, you never want to go back for a second.
1: Right, but a lot of times you had to go back for seconds and thirds and fourths.
0: Oh, oh man, that's that's like Mr. Bean the decapitator. Right,
1: right exactly. They, it wasn't that was like not the most efficient way of doing that. They had a lot of problems with with people like not nailing it on the first try, and when people would be going to their decapitation appointment they would like <laughs> they would tip them beforehand yeah to be like please don't take three shots
0: <laughs> please <laughs> measure twice cut once brother
1: right they would like tip them to be like please do not fuck my beheading up thank you
0: <laughs> here's what i do when i am going to to my own decapitation i will set 5 $1 bills out <laughs> And for every time the executioner botches it, I take one away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if if his little hood looks cute and clean and nice, I will put an extra one down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, I'm gonna give you 10 denarius and you are gonna kiss my head after you cut it off. <laughs> no backseats.
1: Just please smooch me.
0: <laughs> Look, there's a virus going around. Believe your mask on.
1: <laughs> it's fine. I won't be breathing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so in the early part of... The, or, sorry, in the later part of the 13th century through the 17th century, they used a thing called a Halifax gibbet, which was uh, similar to a guillotine, but more like an axe. Uh, and then they invented the guillotine shortly before the French Revolution. And that was, like, the most famous head-cutting-offing machine ever.
0: And that is such great timing. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> It kind of makes it seem like maybe the fact that they just got this. They're like, hey, look at this thing we got. It's like once you have something like that, then...
0: Oh, you just want to use it. See that? When you have
1: a hammer, everything looks like a nail.
0: Exactly.
1: When you get that, you got that super easy, super efficient head cutter offer, and then people start getting sassy. We're going to start testing that machine out.
0: Tired of paying the executioner to swing three or four times. Black and white world. <laughs> <laughs> that's the number Sometimes
1: one. Sometimes he hits you in the shoulder.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I've thought about this many times. This is why you don't get a gun because you say, well, I want a gun because I want to defend myself. If I spend four or $500 on a tool, mm-hmm. I don't know how much guns cost. Don't correct me. They could cost 100 or $2,000. I don't know. If I'm spending $400 on a tool, I have saved up for it and I've planned for it and I've really thought about it and I'm going to get a lot of use out of this tool. If I spend four or $500 on a tool and I never use it because I just stay in my house and nobody ever fucks with me, I feel like I wasted my money, mm-hmm. right? I think it's very human to say, I got this thing that accomplishes a task. I want to be able to use it. And, you know, in the case of the guillotine, like, good, great task. You guys did a good job. I mean, France is okay now. I'm assuming it went okay. <laughs> I kind of... I was in and out of history class. Look, I'm going to just... I didn't cover the whole thing. I'm assuming it went okay.
1: Right. So the thing with the guillotine was that it was very, very fast. And it seemed pretty painless. And it required little to no skill on the part of the executioner all they had to do was just pull the lever and they just crank him through it was used during the french revolution but they continued using the guillotine for the death penalty in france into the 70s
0: the 1970s yes
1: they abolished the death penalty in 1981 but they used the guillotine almost up until that point
0: i think it's great that they abolished the death penalty I have, uh, I'm like, I'm anti-death penalty, but I think it's, I think it's great that they managed to do that in the 80s while everybody else was still arguing over whether you should put lead in gasoline or not. Right. (laughs) They're like, hey, maybe the government shouldn't kill people in public.
1: They also had a guillotine in the Vatican. What? It was gifted to them by Napoleon's forces in the 19th century. And the Pope had the authority to use it, but the Holy See has since said that they do not do capital punishment, and they have condemned it.
0: That's nice of them. (laughs) I feel like thou shalt not kill was kind of older than that, but go off. (laughs) (laughs) Go off, King of the Romans.
1: (laughs) I don't think they ever used it. I think they just got it from Napoleon, and they just had it.
0: And Napoleon gave me a guillotine. I'd keep that sucker.
1: I would. It's probably a nice guillotine.
0: I would be totally low-key about it. Somebody would come in, you know, have friends, friends of friends, whatever. Imagine that it's a time when you can have strangers in your house just recreationally. Because that used to happen. Right, sure. And somebody comes in, they're like, what is that? And you're like, oh, it's a guillotine. How, why do you have a guillotine? Oh, it's from Napoleon. It
1: was just a gift. I didn't even want it, but he gave it to me. and It was so nice, I had to put it up. <laughs> he was boned apart. When Oliver Cromwell was doing his thing, he would have them sew the heads back on the body. Like when he had the king beheaded.
0: And then he would have somebody after the fact sew the heads yeah. back on the body. Yeah. Well, I hope he used union labor for that. <laughs> I hope he didn't use a scab. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you know that? you have 100,000 hairs on your head?
0: I have fewer than 100,000 hairs on my head. But
1: I think that you make up for the hairs on the top of your head being missing with all the hairs on the bottom of your head.
0: But I think everybody else grows hairs on their face. They just grow them less long. I think it's a number thing. I think I had hair follicles and I think the dihydrotestosterone made them stop producing hair.
1: Isn't that why it happened?
0: It's male pattern baldness. Yeah. I probably have that many hair follicles. They just don't make anything. They're shooting blanks. (laughs) (laughs) I had a hair tech to me.
1: I think it looks great though. Thanks. It looks
0: great. It looks age appropriate. I can't go Elon with the hair plugs. Like that would look whack, right? If I had my hairline reconstructed. Like, who am I doing that for? I'm not doing it for myself. That's who's important. (laughs) Uh, The head is where I think. I'm pretty sure all my thoughts are up here. I would be very scared if it turned out my thoughts were in my body.
1: (laughs) What if they are? How do you know where your thoughts are?
0: Is all the stuff that makes you scared, what if that's... In your throat or if it's down in your pelvic bowl where you keep all of your fluids <laughs> what if my brain is in the same place as my wet and gushy <laughs> what if it's distributed what if it's peer-to-peer what if the emergent cognition of the human soul is actually distributed like BitTorrent and I've just got little cedars of thought all over my body floating around.
1: Um, Well there's actually a doctor by the name of Henry Bennett Clark has, has an idea that in your head there are billions of mini agents and micro agents and there's no single one entity that runs everything.
0: Okay so his idea is you've got little like middle managers that are doing all your stuff that you want to do, and you perceive it as being you, but it's really a collection. It's really a team.
1: It's like a collage of all these mini-agents within your brain zone.
0: I'll tell you, one time I was walking... Through the neighborhood, it was summer. I was walking through the neighborhood and there was a guy mowing somebody's lawn. Because I was walking through the neighborhood, right? And the guy was kind of making fun of me. He was like, ah, chewing gum and patting your belly. And I was like, what? And I took my headphone out and I was like, what? And he's like, I said, it's like chewing gum and patting your belly. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, your phone. And I was like, my phone. He's like, Yeah. That's like chewing gum and patting your belly. And I realized that he was implying to me that he thought it was fantastical that I was looking at my phone and walking. <laughs> Yeah. That's just two different, I got two different action teams in my micro agents that teamed up so I could look at my phone and walk.
1: Yeah, right. Separately at the same time.
0: Like it was really, there's no way I could walk on a sidewalk and type lol on my <laughs> phone in the group chat.
1: Look at it and be like, oh, very nice meme. Thank you. <laughs>
0: That cat is mad. Hold on, I gotta take my headphone out. A guy is talking to me.
1: (laughs) There was a different. uh, There was a philosopher by the name of John Searle who said that the brain is the only thing in the human head. Like there's no other.
0: The you're gonna have to re 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 (laughs) rewind that. The brain is the only thing in the human head. Yes,
1: Um, it's uh, it's... there's eyes. It's a philosophy thing. It's called identism.
0: Oh, the mind is identical to the brain. Mm -hmm. Okay. The mind is the brain. I agree with that. I think that the mind and the soul are the brain.
1: Think about all the bacteria and everything in our bodies. Yes. All of the stuff that lives in our bodies. Yes. Like a. A large proportion of your body weight is other organisms.
0: Yeah, you have...
1: What if your consciousness is the collective consciousness of all the bacteria colonies in your body?
0: It's possible. Maybe your thinker is in your tubes.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then your brain is just basically the TV that just displays it through your mouth.
1: Think about it. Think about uh, like all the bacteria in your body. Maybe... You are being driven around by them. And all of your thoughts and all of your emotions and all of the things that you want to do are just to create ideal conditions for that particular bacterial colony to thrive in your body.
0: It's possible because uh, when you're born, you have bacteria. Mm -hmm. There are bacteria that grow in a person's body and are passed on to their child no matter how they're born. And there's been theories that, well, if you get born via cesarean section, you don't get exposed to these wet and gushy bacteria. (laughs) Yeah. Regardless, you are exposed to bacteria, and Uh you do have bacteria transmitted to you, and there's bacteria on your mom's skin and all this and that. I think it's entirely possible that you have, like, an endemic colony of bacteria that... ...is really driving the ship. I mean, the brain is made up of... I don't know how many cells. I think it depends. I think everybody has a different number of cells.
1: 100 billion neurons in hundred, the brain. Oh
0: God, that's so much. <laughs> so 100 billion neurons.
1: Mm-hmm. Those are nerve cells. I'm not sure if, that, if the brain is 100% nerve cells or just other kind of cells in there. But
0: Yeah, you get all that stuff linked up, but what if that's just the car for the bacteria... You've just got some little blobs that usually like to walk around and digest stuff and make mold.
1: Maybe they have deeper needs, though. Maybe they're like, we need to make this person do this activity because it will result in something later that will be beneficial to our bacterial colony.
0: Maybe bacteria is the soul. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe maybe we all are uh, part of the same consciousness.
0: Uh, that would be fantastic. You know, one time I was at the park and a lady had her dog and her dog was walking around and her dog bit me a few times and <laughs> I yelled at her and I was like, hey, uh, we're at a park. There's a bunch of kids at the park. You need to leave. And what if that was just two of the universe's brain cells just trying to work something out? So think about that. Maybe it was just, maybe it was not as antagonistic as it seemed. And I I just, I just had in my mind, I thought about her shitty little dog, just like biting some kid and really like wrecking some kid. Mm-hmm. Where for me, I just got a scab. Right. And I didn't even, I mean, it wasn't the dog's fault. He was not a good boy.
1: No, he was a shitty boy.
0: What if that's just a couple... Of neurons just working stuff out. Right. <laughs> like when you think maybe one day you think like, uh, should I go to McDonald's or should I go to Arby? That's just me yelling at the lady and the lady leaves the park so you go to McDonald's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that they estimated that the mental capacity of a 100 year old human with perfect memory would be one paid bit?
0: All the information you accumulate over your life. I could see that, sure.
1: And it's going to take about 35 years from right now to have a backup drive that big in one chip. I was going to say we need to upload our consciousnesses onto the computer, but I don't want to do that. I'll just die, thanks.
0: Well, (laughs) I think there's the idea where if you upload your consciousness to something, you you could create a duplicate of your consciousness. The process of being conscious relies on, like, a continuity. You know what I'm saying? So I think you could put your consciousness onto the computer, which...
1: What kind of sensory input would you get being on the computer?
0: Let's imagine that you did this, and you figured it all out, and you set up the interfaces, and you... Integrated a system that gave you visual and motor input and output uh-huh. to enable you to have motor feedback and stuff like that. And the fact that when you smile, if you smile a lot more, you get happier. That's how fucking stupid your brain is. Uh-huh. So you get feedback from stuff like that, right? right? And let's say you wired up a whole system where you have this motor feedback and neurons and all this kind of shit. That would still not be the same consciousness as you and your meat sack. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't understand what kind what kind of existence that would be.
0: Now maybe the computer would look at us through its webcam and say, I don't know what kind of existence that would be.
1: It would be like a simulation. Maybe it would be like setting up furniture in Animal Crossing and you would just live in a simulation.
0: They would set up a reward system where you would do well and they would give you glizzy, which is hot dogs, so you would feel like you were in 2020. <laughs>
1: Who's to say that we're not already dead? And this is all a simulation.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> if, <laughs> if you haven't subscribed yet, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity, you'll get access to all of our odd-numbered episodes you haven't even heard. Or are they even? I don't remember. Half of the episodes, odds, evens, so it doesn't matter, You'll get access to those. You haven't heard them yet. Five single dollars. It's less than you spend on decapitation. And we'd like to thank our sponsors.
1: Oh, have you ever heard of Harlem Township, Ohio?
0: Harlem Township, Ohio. Is that the beautiful area northeast of Columbus, Ohio? Oh,
1: yeah, northeast of Columbus, Ohio. It has hometown smiles and it welcomes you with open arms. Come and visit there. scenic Outside,
0: Natalie. Who else sponsors Garbage Brain University?
1: Hazel Technologies. Hazel
0: Technologies. That sounds advanced. What do they do?
1: They make sure your fruit's not rotten.
0: They keep your fruit fresh for shipping solutions.
1: Right for shipping solutions, because you know, in that in between your place and that wherever you want that fruit to be, like who knows what's gonna happen? Fresh orange, right in the mail. It's like a dream.
0: Right in the fucking mail, <laughs> dum <Dum-dum>. dum. <laughs>
1: It's like a fucking beautiful dream. Pineapples, fresh as bitches.
0: <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Protect your neck. We'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> I love you. Good night.
1: Bye.